0: Welcome to the Culture Coordinator Podcast. I'm your host and founder of the Culture Coordinator, Kurt Earle. Today we're going to be talking about the difference between discipline and punishment. And we're going to be talking more specifically about the four types of discipline, when you should use them, how to use them, and when not to use them. I think you're going to like it. Hey guys, it's good to be back, good to be putting together another podcast for you guys. I know it's a medium, it's a format that you guys really enjoy, and so what I'm going to try to do is put together um, hopefully weekly podcasts, some of them short and sweet like today's, um, some of them a little bit longer, maybe interviews with other coaches, etc. Excuse me. So just trying to be uh, consistent with putting these out there because I think that these are very helpful, helpful, like you guys. I like to listen to them while I'm driving or while I'm doing work around the house, doing laundry, washing dishes, whatever it might be. Um, But I just wanted to try to be more consistent with these because recently, uh, through asking a lot of you guys for feedback, you mentioned how much you appreciate these and how this is one of the ways you got to first be familiar with the culture coordinator. So I want to keep cranking them out, giving you guys the opportunity to listen and grow and learn So uh, as I grow and learn along with you guys. So. wanted to talk today about discipline not punishment this, are, this is also a, a blog on the website at culturecoordinator.com But the difference between discipline and punishment and one of the things I wanted to lead off with was a, re- or a little bit of a lengthy quote um, but it's worth it from uh, a guy that I really like to read Dr. Tim Elmore he does a lot of work on helping Uh, teachers and coaches and um, employers understand the upcoming uh, generations, Millennials, Generation Z, etc. So he's just got a lot of great info. Here's the quote. When we punish kids for crimes we look backward at what they've done, wanting to bring justice to the situation. When we discipline kids, we look forward to the future and equip them to change their thinking and actions. Both require leadership but discipline generally generally leads to better outcomes. Again, that was Tim Elmore that said that. Look him up. Uh, he's very helpful. Uh, does, puts out a lot of uh, stuff through his um, platform called Growing Leaders. Big thing I want you to see is that there's a difference between punishment and discipline. I don't know about you, but, but I want to be the type of coach who looks forward to the future and equips my players to change their thinking and actions. I don't want to just be modifying their behaviors and sort of looking back on what they did and saying no that's bad and punishing them. I want to be the type of coach <clears throat> excuse me, who's able to say to my players, I've driven the road you're on and I want to help you avoid the potholes and navigate the dangerous passes. I want to be that type of coach. So you can read um, more from Tim Elmore if you just look it up but the, the thing that I really wanted to pull out that this article from Elmore and this quote really made me think of was this idea that I talk about in the Culture Coordinator Team Discipline System uh, that there are really four types of discipline so the four types are this formative, corrective, consequential, And circumstantial. And I just wanted to briefly mention what those are and then say a few more things and we'll call it a podcast. So, formative is exactly what Dr. Tim Elmore was talking about. It's proactive, it's teaching and training. You're discipling, you're disciplining, you're not punishing, there aren't consequences. You're saying, here's the best path ahead here's how you can maybe navigate it better here's how you can um, get to the place where you want to be as a player where we want you to be as a player and so formative is the first type of discipline the second type of discipline is corrective that is this retroactive corrective action that's the things we would call um, a punishment or consequences uh, depending on your the way you like to phrase it that's that's the second one and that's looking at hey you acted in a way that was out of alignment with our cultures ambitions and goals and behaviors that we talk about being um, who we are and so there's a consequence for that and it's it's the corrective part of discipline The third part of discipline is the consequential, meaning you reap what you sow. And so I love to try to put that together in my own life and in the life of my players and and even my coaches, you know, you reap what you sow. Hey, you just hit a big PR in the weight room. Think about how many workouts have taken place since the last time we tested and all the work that you did, how disciplined you've been from that time until this time that has led to this, that, you know, you, you didn't hit a big PR by accident you made a lot of really great choices or sometimes consequential of course is the opposite maybe a a player is frustrated concerned irritated that they aren't progressing the way they would like to and you can say well let's look back at your choices what sort of things did you do to make sure that you would be happy on testing day or that you would be happy on game day and it's an easy opportunity to use consequential discipline the fourth type of discipline is circumstantial <clears throat> it's it's when injuries happen it's when illnesses happen it's when things beyond your control happen it might even be the call in a, by an official in a game or um, just the things you know that happen that we sort of chalk up to it's the way the ball bounced right those sorts of things circumstantial discipline is a big part of the training and discipleship that should take place in great programs and these are these are tough I mean we just got done with a season where um, our best player arguably, um, went through a lot of injuries and each of them were the types of things where he was out for a week or part of a game or maybe a couple weeks and in the end, um, I'm sure he played less than half of our total snaps this year as a senior and that's all circumstantial. He'd done everything he could to be ready. One of the most committed guys I've ever been around but for reasons beyond his control, he kept facing these these injuries that would have him out for a short amount of time but because he was in such great shape he healed quickly right so um, it was this this great opportunity to show him that he could bounce back and still be effective but at the same time that some things happen that you can't control so again the four types of discipline formative corrective consequential circumstantial and then i just have a few thoughts to go with this and we'll wrap it up so great culture coordinators spend the vast majority of their time focused on formative discipline as they proactively teach and train their teams. When it comes to discipline, we just had one of the most successful years I've ever had as a coach. We, we faced virtually no discipline issues all season long. And I think one of the reasons, there's two reasons. First, we got great kids, big credit to them and great families. But But two the things that we did as a coaching staff that helped lead to that was we really worked our tails off in the formative discipline uh, area of, of disciplining players we taught and we trained and we communicated things so that everybody was very clear about what it looks like to be committed to the team during the season here's another thought i want to highlight great culture coordinators are constantly on the lookout for opportunities to use natural consequences and circumstances as teachable moments. So guys, if you're really good at coordinating the culture, you're always looking for those opportunities to say, that's a reap what you sow moment right there. That could be a good thing or a bad thing, or that's a a circumstantial situation there. There's not much we can do about it. How are we going to respond? Gets back to Brian Kite's famous eat plus R equals O, right? That means how are you going to respond to these things that you can't really do anything about? Third and final thought, and then we'll wrap this thing up. Great culture coordinators rarely need to use corrective punishment because formative, consequential, and circumstantial discipline have equipped their players to change their thinking and their actions. So here's what I'm trying to say, maybe in a little bit more simple terms. Basically, if you're doing a good job, of discipling players, of disciplining them, of being formative in your discipline and not relying solely on corrective discipline. The the consequential and circumstantial things that happen are not gonna just change the way your your players and even your coaches behave it's gonna change the way they think they're gonna start thinking about everything differently they're gonna start looking for the consequential and circumstantial discipline that's happening in their life as they see that you reap what you sow and as they see that sometimes things happen you can't control and it's how we respond that matters they're gonna start reshaping the way they think about all of the things that are happening within the context of your program and in in your culture and that's when you have really gotten somewhere that's when you have really made some progress because it's at that moment that they begin to take ownership, not just of um, behaving correctly, but of thinking the way they ought to be thinking as young men or young women who are on their way to being productive members of our, of our communities, but also, of course, as young men and young women who are figuring out what it looks like to be at the top of their game mentally and emotionally um, and even spiritually within the context of all that happens in a season. So again, are you the type of coach that is helping pave the way? As I said earlier, I want to be the type of coach who is, who is saying to his players, I've driven the road you're on, and I want to help you avoid the potholes and navigate the dangerous passes. Are you the type of coach that understands the importance of formative, corrective, consequential, and circumstantial discipline? Or are you just retroactively punishing people? And then finally, are you doing all of those different forms of discipline, having a complete sort of discipleship model for each of your players so that they don't just behave the way you want them to, but so that they start to think the way that they should be thinking within the context of your program. Earlier in the podcast, I briefly mentioned the Culture Coordinator Team Discipline System. And that's just part of a five-step process or a five-step system that is available to culture coordinator members for installing your culture not my culture not a culture stolen from somewhere else but a culture that is designed and tailored specifically for you and your community wherever you are whoever you're coaching whatever sport you're coaching if you want to learn more about how I systematically walk you through the process of establishing and building and installing your culture. Take a minute to visit culturecoordinator.com forward slash system. Before we wrap up, I just want to take a minute to say thank you. Thank you for being the type of coach who understands the importance of building culture, who cares about more than simply winning and developing players, but cares about developing people and being an important part of your local community. Thanks guys, make it a great day.